Okay, everybody, I'm back. So, it is Friday, the 22nd. Um, I, you guys are going to have to forgive me for the smoking one that I put out. Um, I went to go do it on Wednesday, upload it and everything, and it wasn't uploading. It, and it said the, the, the file was kind of... I guess in a sense corrupted. Um, so I had to go back on Thursday and create it. And I made a two-parter. And it, 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 it just didn't work out the way I wanted. It was kind of corrupt and stuff. I don't know what happened. So I made another one on Thursday. It was shorter. Um, the original one was going to be a little bit... It was actually a little bit longer, a little bit more informative. But I had tossed everything thinking that, okay, it's going to upload... And it didn't, so I apologize. Um, but today, it's Friday, we're living it up. Today we're talking about advertising. So advertising, how does it affect us? What is it for? What does it do? So we live in a world pretty much of advertising, okay? All right. We made that world, end of discussion. We don't like to pay full prices for things, so we allow other people to pay part of the price in exchange for letting us then pass a message to us in a sense. Um, so ultimately I'm, I'm on the computer right now. Also looking up, uh, different things of how it affects us. And one of the things, you know, I kind of went is that the influence of marketing and communications on children. And that was one thing that, that really passed my thing. And obviously it affects children. It affects us. So advertising is everywhere. Okay. And if you've ever seen, um, there's a cool documentary, and I saw it all when I was in high school, about 2011. Um, there's a cool documentary called Supersize Me, and it's about a guy who goes and he eats McDonald's for 30 days straight to see the overall health effects on him. But one of the things he touches on is how the advertisement is geared towards little kids, so if you ever notice when you go past the McDonald's, you see a, usually like a play place, they call it, I think. Um, and you got the Happy Meal and you have Ronald McDonald, which I haven't seen Ronald in forever. Um, but you have Ronald McDonald and they make it like a fun environment. And I know when I used to go to McDonald's, sometimes they would have like, uh, like a video game in there or something or a lot of play things because obviously they, they geared it more towards kids. Most advertising is geared towards kids because obviously, you know, the marketing of unhealthy products, including unhealthy food, as well as alcohol and tobacco, those are linked to, to negative outcomes for youth, but, but research pretty much shows that, you know, food marketing increases children's immediate and future consumption. That's direct from... Pedia, pediatrics, aapublications.org, okay? I had to find a credible source for this. So research shows that obviously if I get the, a, a kid hooked at a very young age, as they become an adult, they're still going to be hooked. We've seen it happen with cigarettes. We've seen it happen with food. But the reason why I use the McDonald's one is because if you think about it, how many of us still go to McDonald's? A ton of us do. 
A ton of us do. So again, in this thing, it says, research shows that food marketing increases children's immediate and future consumption. Food brand preferences are influenced by product placements and advert games. And childhood obesity is related to viewing well, commercial television and not viewing DVDs and public television programming. That has nothing to do with it. But advertising. They advertise to young children. Because obviously if I get the kid hooked and he loves this and he loves... Um, trying to think of a kid's thing. I didn't want to say Teletubbies. Uh, Paw Patrol. Boom. Get him hooked on Paw Patrol. Okay. And they watch Paw Patrol and they see in Paw Patrol that they're eating McDonald's. Okay. Well, McDonald's sponsors, and this is a hypothetical. McDonald's sponsors Paw Patrol. Now my kid, your kid, whatever, sees Paw Patrol. They see Paw Patrol eating McDonald's. Now they want McDonald's. Well, because why? Paw Patrol eats it. That's how most of this stuff is done. You look at advertising and you see, um, uh, shoot, when I was growing up, um, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan had a sponsor at McDonald's. So it was like, oh, well, Michael Jordan is this elite basketball player. By the way, better than LeBron. Um, this elite basketball player. And he's eating McDonald's. So as a kid, I wanted McDonald's because Michael Jordan eats McDonald's. He eats Big Macs. So I wanted those things. A lot of advertisement is geared towards that because they know it's all over um, consumerism. That's the way our economy is based on. If Especially right now, if you're looking at the grand scheme of things and you look um, towards how everything is, as far as the economy goes, I mean, literally just you know, get online and look it up. Our economy is based on consumerism. Well, that doesn't happen without advertisement. All right, manufacturers, um, places of business—they have to advertise to get you hooked. But these big marketing chains, you know, they put a lot of advertisement out everywhere. I mean, I don't know if McDonald's still does Monopoly, but that's how you get hooked. Well, guess what? You can win a million dollars, a car, jet, whatever the heck it was. But you had to play Monopoly through McDonald's. Well, obviously people are like, oh my gosh, well, I'll just go buy a bunch of you know, burgers, Big Macs, whatever, and they go buy food, 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 food. Well, McDonald's, if you look at how much food thing you spent, you may spend 100 bucks, but McDonald's, if you times 100 by you know, that much, the people are making, they're making millions. Um, tobacco companies, um, I mean, they've been banned from television for, I, I think the statistic I looked up was 40 years. But the... Marketing for tobacco, like regular cigarettes, has gone by the wayside, and now it's become more along the lines of jewels, um, e-cigarettes in a sense. Uh, I think from 2011 to 2013, e-cigarette advertising has doubled. Um, so that's from 2011 to 2013, and I actually remember when the first... Uh, marketing campaign came out for those specific type of things those e-cigarettes and it was to be like i think it was called blue and it was to be like how cool you are the guy's walking on a beach with an e-cigarette and it's not affecting anybody but now obviously research goes um and in a sense i mean the, the list goes on when it comes to advertising of how it affects you know tobacco for sale um tricky techniques I just told you about the tricky techniques. You know, 
it, it's, it's all based on consumerism. That's how the economy works. That's how everything works. You ever watch an Apple campaign? Look at it. Everyone's dressed in the most fashionable clothes. They're taking pictures in cool places. Um, you know, people are paying things or like using the credit, their credit card, debit card with their phone, or they have the Apple Watch. Um, they, I think the one Apple Watch commercial was the guy was like swimming in the ocean to let you know that hey, now you can swim in the ocean with the new Apple Watches and things of that nature. They get. Kids see this, adolescents see this, and they get hooked on it. The primate, here's, a, here's an example of how advertising affects things, okay? Most people own an iPhone. I think the majority, I think actually the biggest um, operating system out there is actually Android. Um, here in America, though, it's, it's predominantly Apple, and you can argue with me on that, and I'll show you the statistics behind it. Um, but it's Android, but Apple. But here in America, it's Apple. Apple has a dominant uh, hold on the market of cell phones in here, right here in America. Um, so when you look at it, okay, the advertising versus Android and Apple is completely different. Android has the more, hey, we have open... And Apple has the more like the, hey, this is young and hip. So when you look at it, kids are more attracted to the young and hip. Well, so-and-so's got it. And, you know, they put it in the, obviously, the hands of somebody famous. And that's what it flocks to. And people are like, oh, you know, that's so cool. Um, so-and-so has an Apple, Apple product. Like, oh, I love him, so I got to have an Apple product. Uh, and that's how it goes. I mean, those are the tricky tactics they use. And they, they, they show it on uh, TV. On, and now it's on the streaming apps too. I mean, a lot of the streaming apps have ads to, to compensate for, um, to make a little bit more money as compared to just someone buying it. But, you know, one of the things in this study that I'm, I read was that um, what remains unknown is how children move from basic consumer competencies to being critical thinkers capable of defending against persuasion. Children's readiness to learn from their social world renders, from vulnerable, or, or renders them vulnerable until they develop skepticism. The protracted development of executive functions, which continues into adolescence, may explain why this skepticism is slow to emerge. But late adolescence, children's ability to cope with advertising should surface. However, even as adults, we may be capable of skepticism, but still fail to use our critical thinking skills at all times. Hence, further research is needed to understand what, if any, individual differences characterize mindful child and, and adolescent consumers. Um, what that's pretty much saying is that, you know, how do children go from the basic consumer competencies to being critical thinkers? They do. But the guy brought up in a good point in the um, supersize me thing is that when it comes to the advertisement, how many of us relate memories to that specific place? 
Like I can tell you all the time of how my mom took me to McDonald's. I was able to get a Big Mac because Michael Jordan got a Big Mac. Oh, that feels good. Now all of a sudden, I want a Big Mac. I go to McDonald's. It's that simple. But it's how do the how do kids over like when do they adjust to that? Adolescence, adult, is it delayed? So obviously that's what it's saying is that more research is, is, is needed to be done. But skepticism is, is slow to emerge more. And I think today we live in like a consumer um, thing. And how I know that is because there's a study out right now um, that 50%, this is a high number, 50% of Americans do not have a retirement plan or fund. And I looked at where more money is going and it's consumer goods. And when you look at how the government sent a stimulus check, it was so that we can spend that on the stimulus to make money. They can make, you know, companies can stay afloat. So as marketing to children has moved to new media platforms, researchers have actually struggled to keep up with the changes. Um, because obviously, now you have a thousand different streaming apps. Kids are on their phones. We got Xbox. I have an Xbox. Um, even then, there's a ton of ads on there. Um, whether it's like, I think the last time it was like Taco Bell was sponsoring something. Um, uh, T-Mobile, talk about ad campaigns here. T-Mobile, um, they have T-Mobile Tuesdays where they offer you free stuff. So like, I think tomorrow, is it tomorrow or Tuesday? No, it's T-Mobile Tuesday. What am I thinking? It's T-Mobile Tuesday. I think you can get like a free chicken sandwich from Popeye's. Well, think about it. Popeye's offers you a free chicken sandwich, but in the fine print, it says a $10 or more order. So I got to spend $10 just to get a two or however much it is, probably like $3 chicken sandwich. Deceptive. Another deceptive um, category of advertising is AT&T. And this isn't just geared towards kids i think I've, I've i touched on that with the mcdonald's and how they get kids they gear it more towards that and this and now i'm kind of going on to the adult section of it but like at&t for example you look at their thing they have a um and the reason how i know this is because i've i've i have charter internet and i'm trying to switch to at&t internet but i wanted to make sure everything was 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 online so i looked and they had a bundle deal where you get i think it's a thousand uh, it's a it's gigabit internet, so it's it's fiber. It's the fastest internet you can have right now, until um, five G comes out. I'm gonna get nerdy on ya. <laughs> um, but they had like a bundle deal where you can get TV and internet, and I think it cost around like eighty bucks a month. Okay, now here's where it gets tricky. You sign a one year deal for internet, and you sign a two year deal contract for your TV. Now, here's where it gets real weird. After the, the year is up for your internet, your internet goes up from, I believe it's $49.99. No, $39.99. So it's about 50 bucks because I think you pay the $10 for the thing. And this is how I knew I researched everything. And they say it's $39.99 until you get to the checkout and you look. This is Advertisement Marketing 101. So you get to the checkout, it was $39.99, plus you pay the $10 equipment fee. Okay, makes it what, 50 bucks. 
Then you got to add taxes and fees, so you're probably looking at 54, 55. Then they had the TV, which was also another $39.99, and you pay a $10 thing in that, okay, for the equipment fee. So now you're looking at 55, so now you're looking at like what, 110 after taxes and fees and other stuff, estimated. But what they don't tell you is now all of a sudden when the, the internet goes up, okay, after the one-year mark, you think, oh, well, I got the two-year TV deal at the same price. So it only went up 20 bucks. That's fine. Wrong. In the fine print that I read, and this is where the advertisement marketing gets you, fine print, you read that the after the first year of the TV, that actually jumps up to $79.99. So now you're not looking at a $20 bump increase from your internet. You're also looking at a $20 bump increase from your thing. So instead of just a $20 bump, you're looking at a $40 bump. Okay? So now if we take that and do that 40 times 12, that's $480 more than you're spending. More than you're currently spending. That's what that's what advertising is. It's to get you to buy the product. Most of us don't read the fine print. Most of us just go and go, oh my gosh, that's $39.99. I should get it. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, it's okay. It's taxes and fees because guess what? I had to do it at the last company. The installation fees waived. Okay, I don't owe anything. I owe $59.99. Perfect. But then after the year's up, boom, that's where they hit you. Remarkable. That's advertising, guys. If you have, I can go on and on and on and on. Um, but this particular, if you do get a chance, um, it's called pediatrics.aapublications.org. Um, and this one in particular, if you go to content, and it had a little thing um, of the current state of advertising towards children and then the effects um, gearing towards adults as they get older. All right, so pretty much what the underlying policy of this was, it was to kind of gear it towards the, the investment of development of educational interventions to empower children by increasing their advertising knowledge. So that's kind of why I wanted to touch on this particular study was because advertising is obviously a company's way to get your money. Okay. We know that tobacco companies want your money. We know that tobacco companies, if they get you hooked, you're there for life. We just talked about McDonald's on how now you're all of a sudden relating memories. Um, that study showed that why people go. And it's like I said, if you ever get a chance, watch that thing. It's called Super Size Me. Uh, it's about a guy eating McDonald's for 30, 30 days, but he talks about the advertising campaigns and stuff. Advertisement, obviously, like I said, is, is geared towards how can I get your money? Just be smart with it. We talked about decision making. We talked about self-esteem. You know what you're worth. All right. Make the decision. Look at it. Go, what is this worth? You know, you don't got to have the latest and greatest iPhone, stuff like that. Just read it. It's advertising. But I hope you guys had fun. I had fun. It's Friday. Enjoy your weekend, guys. I know I am. I'm going to be playing Call of Duty. Um... Got me into some war zones. So you guys have a good weekend. Stay healthy. Stay safe. Make good decisions.